Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Mud Political Podcast, where we talk about everything, never scared of anything, and always for the culture. I go by the name of Michaela Pred. Jay is here in the flesh. Oh, Jay with the shades is on. That's a different Jay. Courtney's not here. He's a... Uh, uh, I don't know what he's doing. I think he's just on, yeah, on his cycle. He's on he's he's on a spiritual retreat. He's on his cycle. On a spiritual retreat. Um but we out here though. And we got Mr. Who shot you. A whole new man, if you must know. You don't see him, but this is a whole new man right now. My name's Jamal. <laughs> he looked like a bro. This, this is this is like, bro. He looked like when, when Urkel was turned into Stefan Urkel. <laughs> That's a whole new cat, bro. Bro, we had no idea who he was when he walked in. Man, what you got to explain to people? What 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 what, what was your transformation? What was the catalyst for your transformation, there, sir? Well, what actually happened was, mm-hmm. in case y'all don't even know, because y'all ain't see me, is I'm bald. <laughs> okay, I ain't got no hair, right? Very my much. Cousin, so. He cuts hair, mm-hmm. and it was a situation where he was like, "Hey, famo, mm-hmm. you know, you'd be my model. Let me mm-hmm. practice some stuff on you." So, cousin then gave me a piece. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He, he got that gave piece. Me, he gave me a piece. Yes, sir. Piece. Yes, you know sir. I mean? So, so now I got I got my waves back. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? I'm, I'm, I'm feeling myself. So, so whenever I get, whenever you see me have my hair in. My name is not Austin, it's Jamal. All right. Next week it will be glistening. Because he's gonna find a way to put that kit in there. Oh, snap. Oh, check me though. He should have had that S curl, boy. Next. What's coming next? I'm gonna have a killmonger. Oh, yeah. Boy, he gonna bro, come. I already, I already told you, bro. Please, please bro. do not. Do not. We will not have a pod. That don't day. look my way. <laughs> you gonna have to sit outside, bro. Cause I, boy, I ain't gonna be able to handle it, bro. Jermaine's gonna be dangling to the right, boy. I'm telling oh you, my bro. god, he gonna be moving his head, just tossing it no, gently bro, to I, the side. No I, reason. No, I can't even. I wouldn't even. Like, let man, that, if you don't keep your neck still, boy. <laughs> look, I may show y'all after the break. We will see. We hey, you reveal the big reveal. You gotta check. You gotta watch the YouTube for that. So but don't forget the YouTube y'all didn't guys. See the before though. Just imagine that without no hair. <laughs> He's out here meeting. He's out here beating brand new women, telling a lie. Super cap, about to come get me. Uh-oh, oh, snap. Oh, super cap. Oh, snap. Don't let him do that to you. How y'all been living, though, man? How you been living, Jay? I'm good, bro. Yeah. Nice, nice little week off. Yeah, man. Nice week off. You took a trip, right? Yeah, I went to Hilton Head on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, man. You no, know, everybody in my damn house got COVID. That's terrible. Like here. two, no, no, this is this was like a week. Oh, that was a week. That was a week and a half ago. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was nice that we took a little break from this. I ain't want to get nobody sick. Yeah, I ain't have it, but mm. everybody else did. So even the uh, wifey and the baby girl, even the wife, the baby, Dang. everybody. How did you not get it? I don't know. This dude has had. You ain't been getting no cut. No cut. Robert sleeping by myself. We see who ain't getting no cutty last night. <laughs> sleeping by myself, bro. Just been lonely, bro. I can't go around them. Well, I couldn't go around them. Yeah. You know. Till they test negative. Yeah. Hell yeah. But everything's straight. Dang. Nice little trip. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. head beautiful, man. I haven't been out there in so long, it's man. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Just like Savannah, it's a beautiful place to visit. Mm, fair <laughs> enough. Visit. Visit. Keyword? Visit. So get in, get out. 
Stick and move. Don't stay. Not Nothing for you. It's a trap. <laughs> yeah, we was going to go to Savannah. It's, be- it's beautiful, bro. I just came from back from Savannah. My, my niece was just born, actually. Oh, oh congratulations. congratulations. My niece was born three weeks ago. That's awesome, so, man. So uh, that's actually why I ain't got no job right now. Oh, what? Because uh, I went down there. And, uh, you ain't tell nobody. Yeah, I, I did. I oh. did. I told him I was going. Oh snap! So like, uh, my, I I went down there Friday. I didn't get a chance to see. I didn't get a chance to see my niece mm. and my sister until Sunday. Mm. I was supposed to go to work Sunday, mm. so it was probably like two o'clock or whatever. It was like, all right, it's, it's about time. I have to go right now. Yeah. But I just got over to my sister's house. Okay. So I'm holding my niece. She just put her in my arms. I'm holding my niece. I'm looking at my watch. I'm holding my niece. I'm looking at my watch. And my niece wakes up. And she yawns, she stretches, she looks at me, and in her eyes, I saw her say, Uncle Augie. And then she smiled at me and went back to sleep and just got comfortable and snugged up. Oh, yeah, you couldn't leave. I said, boy, I ain't going no damn well. <laughs> I can't go. Man, that job kissed my ass. I ain't going nowhere. Yeah. So I didn't go back to work. And uh, I guess they got mad because I didn't come to work. They going to take me off the schedule. Oh, but it's all good, you know. I bounce back like that crack. You know what I'm saying, so, you feel yeah, me? I bounce back like that re rock. Damn, so, you know sure. everything, everything. I got me another job. I'm working again. <laughs> you know, I'm working again. You know. Yeah. Hey, so everything is everything. I was everything surprised they took you off, man. I feel like you popular up there, so I feel like they would have oh, kept your ass up like there. I, I'm not. I'm not one to you know kiss any arse. Yeah, I don't kiss ours. Yeah, I understand. You know that. what I'm saying? And I'm not like about that. to beg you because you know my track record actually shows. Like, like yeah. real talk, just like on some real GP stuff. I lost my grandma while I was up there. Wow, you feel what I'm saying? Like my grandma was having her, uh, had heart surgery, mm-hmm. and they brought her up here to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I had they needed me to come into work, and I had mm-hmm. to come to work. Right, you feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I didn't get a chance to see my grandma. When after I got off, I rushed over to the hospital. The mm-hmm. hospital told me they done shit my grandma back to Savannah. What? My grandma died on the way back to Savannah, man. Oh my damn, God. bro! So when I was the, so when I had my niece in my arms, I was like, boy, you're not doing that. I'm again. not doing that. Yeah. It's family. That's yeah. what it's about. Yeah. yeah, because everything else is temporary. You feel what I'm saying? Because even if I ain't got no job, I got my passion, and this right here take care of shit for me. So no, I feel that. You know, I was trying to explain that to somebody earlier today at work. Oh yeah, like. Your family, friends, out, everything outside of work is probably a little bit more important than the work. Job. Yeah, because they're going to replace you. Yeah, they're going to replace yeah. you. They're not going to bat. They're not going to bat an eye. Yeah, they're not going to bat an eye. Pretty sure. And I be trying to tell, bro. He he's just like, yo, I need money. I need this job. I grew up poor. We need yeah. money, 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 money. And that's a they, that's he, a tough balance, right? When you think about it, when you have you have because like you need the the support of like the family you want to be able to have that mm-hmm. relationship but then we're in this society right now that's so capitalistic right that a society especially when you're talking about young men men in mm-hmm. general if you ain't got money you ain't shit mm-hmm. anyway so now if i don't get this money not a, you know your self-esteem is messed up even if your family is supporting you you can't even may not even be able to receive that love because yep. your self-esteem messed up because Oh, bro. The world telling me I'm not shit because I ain't. I'm not getting no extra income in right now. Like bros, I've been in dark places, bro. Yes. Like, like coming up here, like not having, no, mm-hmm. like I, you know, mm-hmm. I can't oh yeah, two hundred dollars. Yes, sir. Two hundred dollars in a dream. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was staying with somebody and everything. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Need, I didn't have my own. I ain't had no car. I ain't had mm-hmm. nothing. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's been a situation where just not having money and not having finances, it puts you in a dark place. Yes. Because it's a situation where if you feel as if you're not, you, you, you're you not a provider. You're mm-hmm. not a man. You're not grown. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then especially, you know, as you get older, it just makes you think. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, where am I at right now? Why am I not where I want to be? I had so many thoughts, processes, and plans to be X, Y, and Z, but now I'm not there. And I'm at this point in my life. And it's a low point. Yeah. It weighs heavy on you. It weighs yeah. heavy on Hell you. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, <laughs> I heard some women, it was some uh, some podcast, I think it was just floating around Twitter and stuff, and it was women talking about how, like, a man can't, like, basically be, like, good for a relationship until their finances are right. Like, here was a bunch of women saying, he's not, like, don't, if his finances aren't right, don't, don't really date him because he's not going to be available because he's not going to be his best self. Because as men, that kind of what we're talking about a little bit. Our heads messed up. We can't even focus on the person, even if we care about them. Like we may not be able to give all the support and emotional, su- emotional support and all that stuff because we like, man, I gotta get this bag. I mean, at least I've seen it in different stages of my life. At least where it's like, man, I can't be, I can't really. And I don't, and you it doesn't seem that way until you get out of it. You're like, dang, I really wasn't shit. You know, at least the, to that person or X, Y, and Z. Because you're like, man, yeah. like, because you're just sitting here trying to go trying to get it trying to get it any way you can and you neglect all those things because you feel that void that almost an insecurity like, i gotta get this like i feel like if i don't do this time's running out i've been fighting that my whole life man like mm-hmm. the the time's running out i was depressed when i turned 30 because i was like time's running out it's over for me i might as well pack it in so i thought i'm supposed to be x y and z by now i haven't been working at this for how long do, do, do. you know it's all good it's just a crazy thing man we're on this rat race in America, bro. bro what's oh, funny oh. is I actually I saw uh, a meme on Twitter mm-hmm. the other day, and it was like a female asked the dude. She was like, uh, "Well, he asked. She asked her. He was like, uh, would you be able to date a man that's not financially stable?' Yeah, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, she was like, "No, mm-hmm. or whatever." Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like. How well then? How would you feel if it was a situation where you aren't as financially stable and you're that broke nigga? Mm. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, she was. Yeah, he said that. He was like, "To me, you're the unfinancially unstable man. You're the the unfinancially unstable person." Yeah, and it it really makes you think because at the end of the day, you know, when when it comes down to it, like that relationship thing, it's a yin and yang. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? Mm. Because you're not always going to be on top of the world. No, you won't. You get what I'm saying? So I think that like even within those particular situations that you were mm-hmm. in, Mikhail, if mm-hmm. it was a situation where you actually met somebody in which you felt was your forever, mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying? That person mm-hmm. would help try to build you to be and to get out of that dark place and try to open that closet door and yeah. let that sunlight into you. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Most of them just complain because they ain't getting attention. Exactly. And those ain't the right ones. Exactly. They ain't the right ones. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> It's like, I don't... Even when when this does come back around, I don't, I'm not sure you'll be back around. <laughs> you know, yeah. Because stay down to that. Those down to that. Dude, those up. angels that just you know when you going through it and you, they know you just out here grind that just let you grind. Don't even bother you. Yeah. I've only met a couple of people that are just just angels. Just just like you know, I don't need anything. What you need? 
And I don't ever need nothing. I don't really. Ask, I don't ask for sh- for nothing. I'm just yeah, like you I'm need shit. You're just not gonna say. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna. Nah, like, I'll handle it. You know, I'll go. I'll be alright. <laughs> broke as hell. <laughs> I'll be alright. I'll make it happen. You got a vision though. Well, Lord willing. <laughs> Lord willing. <laughs> oh man, oh, bro, I be you be like that, but stomach yeah. in your back. Talk about I'm Boy. good, but hungry. Boy, you know. Said so you got a you got a one bag of ruffles left. I'm trying to savor that shit. <laughs> like man, I'm gonna eat this for dinner tonight. <laughs> I think I get home, eat me some. Get home, eat me some ruffles, drink me some water, go to bed. <laughs> the water is the key because it gets the, you full. The water you does. Get... With a wish sandwich. Do I? Yeah. <laughs> a wish witch. A wish witch. <laughs> Your wish witch. Man, it's a shame. I'll sleep for dinner. <laughs> That's another one. <laughs> That really work. The uh, sleep cures everything. It does. It sleep cures everything. <laughs> You're hungry, stressed out, blow, then go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, though, sleep will probably. You go to bed hungry. You don't wake up. It's, it's all right. You know, like once you unconscious, it's all it's all forgotten. Yeah, your, your mind forget about it's it. It's all forgotten. Hunger's just a feeling. Appreciate it. Hunger's just a feeling anyway. I was reading an article about. I was like some, doing some research on that with uh, like some doctors and some physicians talking about like fasting and stuff like that. I was I went deep dive. I went like peer reviewed articles. I was going deep, right? And uh, I was doing all of that. Not brought to you by Heineken. Not at all. I meant by beep by beep. <laughs> Pay us. Well, <laughs> mm, mm, mm. took a stand up. <laughs> But yeah, man, uh, I was reading some articles and uh, they were saying like hunger, it's just a feeling though. Like you could really, because you could go, you know, you can you can buy and go like a couple weeks without, like yeah, three, mm-hmm. two, three weeks Definitely. without food. Mm-hmm. Like, so people be like, I'm starving and you're it's not. been like two days. You're literally not starving. You're not starving. Like literally nothing has actually happened to you. Yeah. Like your body's your like, Your body nah. hasn't gone into that stage where it starts to eat itself for nothing. Bro, like if anything, it's eating your carbohydrate and fat reserves. Mm-hmm. And that's legit. You probably need to go you eat that up anyway. You probably need that anyway. That's how people fast. Like there was a doctor, a few that had some consensus. Like, you know, if you could get up to like a three-day fast a few times a year, like just water and minerals, mm-hmm. like your body, re- like they went down the physiology of how your body resets and like all how your insulin goes down, how it's using, you know, it's using all your fat storages. Like they basically likened it to like, you know, if you go to the, you go to the grocery store and you bring food to put in the pantry, right, to eat for later, right. But if you did that and you constantly ate out, you never go in the pantry. Mm-hmm. Our fat is it's the pantry, story. so we keep putting in excess, and we're not allowing our bodies to eat what's in the pantry already. You see what I'm saying? So it was, it was interesting. I was just going down the rabbit hole from YouTube to articles to anything I papers. I was just trying to figure out. I was like, oh, this is interesting. Tell me more about my mitochondria. <laughs> I want to know. Did my wife be acting like she about to die. Right. She ain't eight. Women, because but that that's the thing, bro. That's the thing. They was talking about how that's just of your body's condition. Like, because like you, you get up, you have breakfast, have a snack, lunch, another snack, dinner, whatever you're doing. You've been eating all day. So mm-hmm. now your body's just conditioned to get hungry every couple hours when you're your not body's actually, a brat. you're not hungry. Your body is legit just a big ass brat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, legit. It, it, is it? <laughs> Whatever you tell it, if you condition it to do it, it'll do it, bro. But we we you know, we sit down at our jobs, chill out, you know what I'm saying? Drink not Heineken's, you know what I'm saying? May not be exercise. If you're not exercising, you're not. Your body's just like I'm. Just gonna keep eating and keep getting hungry and keep using, keep storing up this pantry till it's busting at the seams. I.e., 
you fat as fuck. <laughs> right? Yep. That's what it come down to, bro. You turn around and you're the not pantry, the same guy anymore. Bro, the pantry uh, analogy was said for me. I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I get it. <laughs> Niggas got a lot of food that's going and it's just sitting in there. Like, mm-hmm. hey, man, you ain't going to eat it? Nah, I'm just going to keep eating out. Keep getting this Uber Eats, not touch this all these uh these rice and beans in the pantry. <laughs> yeah. I was on a couple of days without eating, and I was fine. It doesn't do nothing. I got a big pantry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I'm good. It feels but you you probably burned up so much fat reserves and you didn't even realize it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because like that's what it's gonna use for energy. Yeah. So I'm just gonna use my fat for energy. That's what that second win is. When it's a situation yeah. where like you're playing ball or you're mm-hmm. doing something or whatever, and that's you it. that that's quote unquote second win. That's it. That's your body depleting the actual mm-hmm. uh, the glucose and now yeah. tapping into those fat or those yeah, fat those reserves. reserves. Yeah, man. Oh, boy, that's the best. It is because you, you feel like second win. second win is like I can oh. play for another four hours because you really can, you yeah. really can. That's why. That's when you really start. You start cooking, Ooh, boy. Until you sit down and realize you're thirty six years old. Yeah, you sit down. That's <laughs> right. Good God, yeah, start knees, rubbing your knees. knees that got nothing to do with my knee joints. Got nothing to do with my knee joints. I started feeling. I don't know why I'm rubbing my knees right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you know my left knee. It's starting to flare up a little bit now. Just talking about it. You just know what's gonna hurt when it happens, <laughs> right? Speaking of hooping, you know, have y'all been keeping up with the uh, Brittany Griner's uh, developing situation? That's just, yeah, it's, it's, That's just a dog. There's mm. a her developing situation. You yeah. know how you know she's out there in Russia mm-hmm. for the was it the the hashish hashish cartridge that mm-hmm. was in her luggage had, in Russia. She has yeah. some reefer in them cartridges. Yeah, and they I mean, she's been there for a little minute. You know, since February. Yeah, since February, she's been there for for what? How that's a few months, right? Four or five. Mm-hmm. Months. How do y'all feel about that? I'm gonna give my opinion, yeah. but I, I want to know how y'all feel about that because my, my my opinion is really really fucking practical. Yeah, for sure. My thing sure. is, it's not America. That's just not legal. No, over there. Nope. None nothing like that's legal over there. No, it's not. So you just got to know the laws of where you're going. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't pull up in 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 somebody else's house and think yo your house rules apply to to their house. No, it's just true. like you go somewhere playing mm-hmm. beer pong. Mm-hmm. They got house rules, right? They got house rules. You got to respect house rules. You can't bring rules. your own house rules to somebody else's house. You got to respect house rules always. She's slipping. She did get... I think I think there's two angles to this, right? At least from what I'm looking at it. It's like, one, you can take the argument of, I mean, it is Russia, and they be lying. So, like, they, you could say she they planted it. Like, I, they, they plant stuff in America. They definitely plant stuff in the dictatorship. Or ish, mm-hmm. an oligopoly kind of whatever the you know situation they got going on there, right? Um, or hey, she's been she's been playing in Russia for like seven years. She probably just got comfortable. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. She's been playing for these Russian oligarchs for like seven years, making like four million dollars per few months. She's there, mm-hmm. you know, after the WNBA season. So I can imagine her getting comfortable. And this sounds like a real athlete crime. Like athletes, this is what athletes do. They do stuff like this. Is she a nigga in oh, all really? sense of the word? So, you know what I'm saying? Like, and yeah. Then going through airports in America, yeah. You can probably get away with that easy. Well, you, you, well, you can. You can. Easy. Bring, you can. Bringing that shit wherever. And if they catch you, she wouldn't have been in jail for four months. No. Nah. She would have bounded out. Yeah. Ain't no bond when you in Russia, bro. Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> Ain't no bond. Who, who can you call? They have a ninety nine percent conviction. Now she, now she, now she calling Joe. But bro, the thing, the thing about that is that kind of, that kind of baffles me mm. is because 
If that shit was me, I'd be in jail. Yes. I'd be in jail, bro. Yes. Why should it matter? It shouldn't. You feel what I'm saying? And, it, and it's kind of like a double standard type of a thing. Mm-hmm. Because like like I said, a regular person go over there and you transport X, Y, and Z. That's trafficking your ass going to jail. You're Sorry. going to jail. Don't you will stay pass there. Gold. Don't collect them $200 and do not post bond. But Austin, Brittany Griner is a famous athlete. We love her. She dunks a basketball at 6'8". Barely. Congratulations. Nah, do that I don't shit. wanna be do that shit in the pen. <laughs> nah, I, I, nah, no, facts. I do think there is something to the fact that like we do conflate, you know, our entertainers' importance, right? Like, oh man, like she's just a basketball player for an unpopular basketball league in America, to be clear. It's an unpopular she play for. Who it doesn't matter. Yeah, the, see? The, see the that? WNBA? The, the league. <laughs> what do you mean? The league. Like what, it's not a, it's not a popular league. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's not. And people, you know, her her coach was saying that you know she would have been back if LeBron James, if it was LeBron James, he would have been back already. Nigga, hinting to sexism, right? I'm like, fam, he got a billion dollars. Of course, he'll be back. But beyond, I don't. To be fair, one, I'm not certain that's true. Who's gonna get him back? Because it's because that's a hundred percent subject to what if Russia wants to give him back? Cause yeah, they, because they they're, they're, they're in the middle like of a, she don't got no money. Well, they, no, beyond they, that, they we're in the middle of a war. Well, they're in the middle of a war. We're in a proxy war with Russia, basically, because we're funding Ukraine, right? Mm-hmm. We're in a basically in a proxy war against Russia. We've levied heavy sanctions on them. We've had major corporations, Starbucks, McDonald's, pulling out of their out of their country. They don't rock with us. Putin not rock with us. He's like, you want LeBron back? Keep begging. I'm gonna keep keeping him here. Because yeah, I don't have because America's made it very clear I don't want to have a direct war with Russia. They made it very clear. They say, "Give me my Starbucks, I give you Britney." Bruh, they trying to trade. Uh, what's his name? The, I, don't, I don't know his name. It's a he, Russian dude. Yeah, a Russian who's dude. like a mass murderer, yeah. <laughs> a war criminal. Yeah, because like, let's be clear, America is not clean in this. In that, I feel like we're not talking about. Hey, you know, we take people all the time and put them in black sites. We do yep. that to people. Yep. Mm-hmm. We ain't clean. We're not, we we want to go tit for tat here with Russia. They're like, hey, you got some of our people too. We've been had some of their people. Mm-hmm. And we're not giving them back. <laughs> now they're trying to suggest trades, a one for one, one war criminal for another, one prisoner for another kind of situation. Heck, that's ugly. But we got a Marine in there that's been in there for like three years. And nobody, that's a white dude. Anybody talk about it? <laughs> it's a white man. Brittany Griner is a gay, a openly gay black giant. black female giant in Russia. Man, with tattoos, they are absolutely don't care about her, <laughs> bro. They now we we keep making a big deal about it. Now they like, well, they must really want her. Let's uh, let's keep her here for longer. Yeah, she's gonna be there for a minute, bro. I mean, she already pled guilty to uh, mm-hmm. trafficking or whatever, mm-hmm. because I think that was like a strategic move that. Yeah, you know, to plead guilty to hopefully get the trial over with faster, so mm-hmm. that they can exercise hopefully a trade, right? I think that was the intuition behind it. Yep, but that's exactly what it was because that shit yeah. happened too fast. It didn't matter. She was going to get convicted anyway. Yeah, they have a ninety nine percent conviction rate, and <laughs> and even the convictions that they do have, oh, man, that's crazy. and when you so the, so, the, and even the ones that are people that are exonerated or, or uh. 
exonerated, those can be overturned in Russia. <laughs> That's crazy. Bro, you ain't she wasn't getting out of it. Like, even if, like if our black ass got caught in Russia with some with some with with, with a some K two, we would have been arrested and stuck stuck there, bro. bro I, <laughs> you know? Russia of all places, bro. I wouldn't go over there to play. You don't me- and no. It, that's that's the one place I wouldn't go. And did I go anywhere else but Russia? Yeah. They might have buried the lead a little bit on it because I think a part of it is that the real story is that would LeBron be back if it were him? I don't I don't actually think he would, personally. I don't. It seems like it's a, a case that's unfathomable to a lot of Americans. They're like, how could LeBron, powerful billionaire LeBron, not be brought back by a government? Because their government is, A, worth more than a billion dollars. Like, what is that billion? They got hella billionaires. Like, that doesn't know, matter bro. to them. Who is this this uneducated athlete that you let guys ask, let, let, let it get a bunch of this. money? Huh? Is Kim, Kim Jong-un mm-hmm. cool with Putin? Are they cool? I don't know. See, if they was cool... Let him out. Kim Jong-un, he like basketball. Yeah, he do. He love basketball. Putin ain't worried about that. Poor Putin's tr- tr- literally trying to demolish a country. Right yeah, now. but if but if, <laughs> if Kim Jong-un was cool with Putin, if they'd yeah. have a conversation. You think, you think they talking right now if they were? Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. You don't think Putin got a lot on his plate? <laughs> I mean, he, he does, but he's not his too worried about His country's completely falling apart he, while he, he's trying to fund a war against he, another country he's that trying, used to be a part of his country. He's trying to save face and, and make it appear that everything's okay. Oh, things are not okay. Yeah, they're not. No. He don't want to show panic. So he... Yeah. He talk about it with, with Kim. You know, hey, kid, man, what am I, I going to do, bro? You know, he's been mad. Let's know. go to the WNBA All-Star Game. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, oh, to your point, I don't think I don't think LeBron will be back, bro. I don't. I think... I just don't think he would have been back. I just don't see any real... Uh, incentive for Putin to let anybody back at this time until he feels like it, if he feels like it. We have people, like we have plenty of prisoners that be there for years before we get them back. Because that's just what it is in Russia. Mm-hmm. They, when they feel, when they made a deal that they feel okay with, then they'll let you come back. You oh, know? I don't think she coming back. But, but, but the real thing is that not if LeBron would have come back already or not, is LeBron wouldn't have been there and he wouldn't have been in a hostile country to play basketball for extra money because he gets paid enough domestically. True. <laughs> That's the thing. That's he wouldn't true. have been in that situation. It but he, that but situation even, wouldn't even have come up. Even if he up. did have to go to another country, that nigga would not pick Russia. If he had to go to another country to make ends meet, he would not be named LeBron James. He'd be named LeBron James or something like Delonte that. Delonte West. No. Oh. Not my boy Delonte. He's sick, man. He is sick. Man. He's sick, bro. It's so sad seeing him. It man. is. It is sexy and Delonte. Yeah, he's sick. Yeah, mentally, bro. like yeah, he's. Oh, yeah, mentally. Yeah, because you know he, he out there bad, bro. Yeah, he, he's out. Yeah, he's not doing good. He, he tried out for the big three recently too. Mm-hmm. I was not. I was. I was encouraged when I saw that. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, look at Delonte making jump shots from the four point logo. You know, he still got that ratchet on him. He just that never goes away. That's never gonna go. That away. That never bro. goes away. He still got it, but he, you know, he's not as coherent. He's out here sitting out here, begging for sipping, money, and sipping stuff. Bud Ices, yeah. sick from sipping, you know, the bad for money. Not even a good beer. Nah, the yeah, Bud Ices. He don't have any money, bro. He don't have. He he was like one contract away from having like the real Changing big one. His life. Yeah, he was like getting them four to eight million dollar deals. Like he was one move away. If he stayed in the league an extra year. 
he would have gotten that Tyler Hero, you know, that like when everyone was getting $100 million, that new CBA came out, he would have got that random like $80 million. He would have been fine. At least he would have been in a luxury facility right now. If he didn't do that with uh with that man mama. <sighs> yeah, that was, ooh, boy. LeBron James. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he allegedly had sex with Savannah. Not Savannah. Uh, what's his mom's name? Miss LeBron James. Miss Mrs. Miss James. LeBron know. Mama. <laughs> Mama James. Mama James. Allegedly he slept with her. That was was that was that substantiated though? That was a rumor way back, but was that is that real? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that came out going, and though. he left. Yeah. That's all I know. It didn't that seem like out. they were friends. You got messed up. And he they kicked him off the team. He was balling in Boston too, though. That's all I know. He went to Boston out there, right? He was balling out there, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would blame my mama more than I would blame my teammate. My mama's known me forever. My teammate just met. He just here because we work together. We're not necessarily friends. We, we're colleagues. Yeah, mom, why are you having sex with my colleagues? <laughs> what you doing? This is ridiculous. I have to see him. Why are you even at my job? Everybody. Delante, mama. You picked Delante? Hey, look. Delante, yeah. He look. That nigga look like a gremlin. That nigga look like he jumped in a bag of Cheetos and just rolled back out. <laughs> An orange just, face boy. He just looked dirty. Like a dirty little white kid. He do. Now, yeah, he, he did look like he smelled like ketchup. Mm-hmm. He smelled, He looked like a ketchup kid. You know. Ketchup and mayonnaise. You remember them kids, brother? Just used to sound, smell sticky. Ooh. Just like. You didn't want like, I don't like, That's all I smelled at the beach yesterday, bro. Oh, I hate that. Oh, I hate when they get that's out the water. Sunscreen lotion. Oh, that's the worst, bro. <laughs> that's, that's we don't use that. That's sunscreen lotion. The, the, uh, when they get out, when they get out the water and they put that shit on their skin and oh, it just be in the air and he got walk behind them. Yeah, and they look wet and you just like nigga, your ass, <laughs> your ass just stank. <laughs> Like a walking you salad, ain't man. Yeah, bro. You ain't getting the ocean when you was up there, man? No, I got up to my knees. There was a shark in the water. They had to get everybody out. Oh, so was I, it really? Hell yeah. So oh, I that. damn sure ain't get in there after that. Yeah. <laughs> I kiss my head. Can you swim, Jay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Isn't that right? Did I see you swim? That didn't sound so. promising, though. It didn't. I no, didn't. I, could, I could swim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See? I wanted to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can, you, can you swim? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yes. And they from Savannah? He said, yes, definitive. <laughs> yes, I can swim. What? I want to know how this stereotype happened that like black folks just can't swim. Because they wouldn't let us get in the pool. Yeah, so yeah, being that we couldn't get in the pool, they figured <laughs> we can't swim. Yeah. <laughs> nigga, I like swim. there were oceans everywhere. Lessons, bro. <laughs> Say what? I took swimming lessons when I was a kid. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah I did Cody. too. I had to, we had to stop though because Cody almost drowned me. How oh, your no. little sister almost drowned you? She was following me, and I was like swimming out to the middle of the pool. Yeah, and the instructor left us go work with the bigger kids, and I'm like, shit, I could I could go out to the middle. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I got out there, turned around, Cody right there. She can't swim that good. Oh no! And she pushing my head under the water. Yeah, that's trying to stay up. That's like the first thing you learn. Like when I was lifeguarding growing up, is like. Hey man, when you save somebody, like you, your tube is real important because like they gonna try to save their own life and they are gonna be beating you up and 
damn near drown. They're going to try to almost drown you trying to save to themselves. Save themselves. Yeah. So you have to like, hey, calm down. Yeah, <laughs> That's like the first thing. You got to try to give you a calm. Like, hey, almost like, died, Just bro. kick. Just to focus on kick. Help me get back here with us together. <laughs> but I ain't had that type of training. No, I understand. I'm just saying like I it reminded me. Yeah, it re- ill-prepared. Yeah, it reminded was- me of that. Because my first lifeguard gig, bro, I've saved, I, I probably did like 15, 20 saves, which is unheard of. You, in a you pool. get any type of medal? Nah, you don't even get a raise. You get a special You don't get, get a raise. No, nah, you don't get anything. You, that's just part that's of the gig. Job, part of the gig, you go know, saving people, right? And I was 15, so I'm just out here like, you really put me responsible for these kids? I'm like, $8 an hour. <laughs> Hey, but at the time, eight dollars an hour was better than all different. my friends Saving was getting. Lives, though, yeah, eight dollars an hour is better when you live at home with your parents and it's in minimum wage at seven twenty five. So I was like, I'm getting more than all my friends eat, working at Chick fil A. Well, not Chick fil A, but other people. You know, Chick fil A they got paid pretty good actually. Yeah, they get four hundred one K coming in the dough. <laughs> yeah, <at> fifteen. <laughs> they get, they're giving you a four hundred one K. You also can get free food, anything on the menu. You, you know. can work. Yeah, you didn't know that? Yeah, that's nah. a perk. Mm-hmm. You work there, you can get anything you want on the menu. As long as you're working? As long as you're working. Like, you got a lunch break. Shit, I was about to be like, I'm going like, to give me a little part time, like Foot Locker. Give me well, a yeah, part time, yeah, just like, use a discount. Just like, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, not, not always. Yeah, on your shift, you know, you can get like whatever you want. So that's actually pretty good. You don't got to leave for lunch, which might be them trying to keep you there. Nah, fuck that. I need to leave. Yeah. Yeah, I won't. I won't. I won't. I won't, I won't but I do want the chicken because the food is good, though. So nah. I'm like, can I get? If I'm chicken, around it all day, bro. Sa- I want to get out of there for a little bit. Yeah, I need. I need. I need to see. I, I need, need some something air. different. Yeah. Y'all ever work at a restaurant? Yes. Nah, I have. I've been in the service industry. You know, I've been in the service. Well, industry I mean, like, I mean, like a fast food restaurant. No, I've never worked in a fast food restaurant. Okay, I got hired by McDonald's, but I oh, just you, did? you didn't show up. My mama didn't take me. She didn't take you to the job. <laughs> That's some hateration. Hey, That's some diabolical right. hate. Get out there, rate them leaves. <laughs> like I, had, I had an interview. They said, "All right, you hired," and she just wouldn't take me up to get my uniform and shit. It was like she didn't believe that I got room. hired, bro. Yo, what? Yeah. I got hired, mama. What up, nigga? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Yo yeah, man, how she not? That's messed up. Yeah. I was <laughs> you know you didn't need to work there anyway, man. You did. You but, didn't need that on your resume, bro. <laughs> no, I really. It's not a bonus. Job, yeah, at all. Excellent people that skills. Was, that was gonna be my first. I told job. approximately three hundred people that we ain't got it <laughs> per day. It's broke. <laughs> it is now. What it else you work. want? I've coined phrases. <laughs> Excuse me, man. We just ran out of uh, burger patties. See, that's too. See, that's that's too polite. We ain't got no burgers no more. What yeah. else you want? <laughs> hmm? We ain't got that either. <laughs> All right, look, I'm going to just tell you what we do got. Yeah. <laughs> Chicken nuggets and french fries. You want a number 10? <laughs> <laughs> Five or 10 piece. What kind of sauce? Nigga, Bob, what kind of sauce? We ain't got that. All we got is sweet sour honey mustard. Honey mustard? A25, come to what else? Bro, that's how it is, bro. Them niggas. We don't take car. We just taking cash. Exact Bro, change. what the fuck? <laughs> we just taking exact change. That's how you know they do finesse with them money in their pocket. That's what I'm saying, yeah, bro. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's why you don't go to the McDonald's and shit like on Panola Road. Not Panola. Because you know every time you check, they they charge you fifty cent for that for that uh for that for that sauce, man. They putting that dollar in their pocket. Hell you know yeah. you gonna get two. Yeah. You are gonna get at least two yeah. extra sauces. Yeah. So you are giving them at least a dollar. Yeah, that's the tip. Yeah. Yep. 
Honestly, they probably need a tip though, man. They be, I feel like it's hard to reprimand a nigga who's having to work at, at, at McDonald's. That's a tough situation. Yeah, they getting paid right now, bro. Are they? What's close to twenty dollars an hour? Oh, what? No, they are not giving twenty dollars. Come on, bro. Twenty dollars an hour, bro. What McDonald's is that? About to say twelve. That nigga said twenty. Nah, ain't no twelve, bro. How do you know this? Paid, bro. How do? How did you find this out? Talking to niggas. You got your ear to the McDonald's streets. And if you go to a McDonald's and drive by, you got to go to certain ones, though. You'll see the signs. They do have the signs higher. Oh, yeah. They say, yeah, we starting now off at X, Y, and Z. Yeah, yeah. I've seen like 15 and up um, pretty much everywhere now, though. I'm like, you know, if I was a kid coming up, man, I would have been great. Yeah, but it's so many. It's, but it's like nowadays, there's so many ways to make money, bro. Yeah, like, even if it was, if, even if you didn't want to do that, you can make money yeah. off of gaming. You can make money off of doing yeah. what we're doing. You can make money yeah. off of just yeah. being yourself, legit. You get you can just filming it. But I will your, say this: it is more of a convoluted route. Those other ways, though, right? This is like direct work, direct money. Mm-hmm. That's that's like work, work, work. Find a way to monetize the work you're doing. But see, at a young age, though, I mean, you don't have nothing but time. You, you ain't nothing got nothing but, but time. time. And yeah. then also on top of that, you you're the young age. I can't even work yet. That's true. If you're yeah, too young, yeah, I, I can't true. even That's work true. yet. I'm so, but I can actually. I'm do 11, something. nigga. <laughs> but I can actually do something to pad yeah. me for when I actually am able to make those types of decisions and investments yeah. and choices. You know what I'm saying? Never had that coming up. I do feel like that should be like the the number one thing every like dad does now. You know, when you have a kid that's getting of like video game playing age, just, just give just give a little webcam and a mm-hmm. Twitch Twitch account. Yep. And just let Twitch them account, see what and just had. let them play whatever they doing. Because I know your daddy funny, so right. I know you got. Kari just watch me play the game. I just sit her up in the bed with me. I let her touch control and all that. Yeah, I want her to get used to it. You gonna put her to work? Hell I yeah. like that. I like that. <laughs> Bro, We're we in the child that. labor here on this podcast. We we gaming <laughs> all for it. All for it. We gaming and we gonna uh, I'm, I'm gonna have her like test products, like kid products. Oh, you gonna record that shit? I like yeah, that. Man. Exploitative. I like all the exploitation. Yeah. I wish but all I this is for her though. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. Keep all that shit. It's for her college fund. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, you can't see the nigga wink up under the right. glasses. Right, <laughs> right. That's why it's I put hers. the glasses on so niggas can't see my eyes. For you me. know, because <laughs> I be making a lot of expressions, bro. I don't want niggas to know what I'm feeling. What do y'all feel about that though? Like now, you said that like you know those like super uh, like entertainment like stage moms and those those kids that they put them in like all the entertainment stuff really early That's- and get them working. You know, like the like. I mean, think about the Charles Charles we we grew up seeing Orlando Brown, who's lost his mind. I guess he's okay now. Um, I think he. I seen some stuff. He's looking all right yeah, now, so I'm cool. happy to see that. You know the the Olsen, the Olsen twins. twins, the Lindsay Lohan's, the the all those people, right? The the Jaleel White, who's a kid, yeah, the Urkel. They all a little weird and messed up. Macaulay Culkin, Macaulay. Yeah. He really messed up. Really, really. Is he? I thought he but he, but but he's good. He's good. He, he just was, seemed a little weird. Yeah, he looked weird. He, he got money. He I married uh, what's her name? The Asian girl from Brenda Song. Yep, he sure did. She been working since she was a kid too. Not yep. thinking about it. You know, them, she was a Disney kid for forever. I mean, what y'all think about that? Would you ever put y'all kid in like a in like the the entertainment industry type of a, an environment to work into? See, the thing about it is, is like with the entertainment industry, I think that's kind of difficult to really say mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, if my child has a natural gift, mm-hmm. I would not want to throw that light 
at all any shape form of fashion right you feel what i'm saying but i do think nowadays it's a lot easier to be closer to the situation and have your hands Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. what's going on with your child and what's going and and because you know they have actual uh uh watchers or people who actually watch the kids and everything on set just to make sure that they're okay. They have everything they need. They're taking the time out to go study and to go do X, Y, and Z. They can only work eight hours. You know what I'm saying? You can only work eight hours types of a thing. You know what I'm saying? So, but also on the flip side, if I think it's a little different on the, the, like the podcast or the, yeah. uh, or the gaming industry side of the True. entertainment, because now you're not necessarily forced to be something. That's you true. You could just be yourself. That's true. In a sense. Yeah. I think it's such a weird. But you have a kid. You, you answer that first, and I'll say something. I wouldn't want to, like, like you said, Austin. If 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 my daughter had just a natural gift and she really loved it, cool. But I got to be there every step of the way. Mm-hmm. When she go to work for the eight hours, I'm working for eight hours, mm-hmm. but I'm right there with her. I don't care if they got watchers or whatever on set. You wouldn't take management fees. I'm a watcher, nigga. A what? You wouldn't take management fees? I mean, sure. You know, whatever whatever comes up. Mm-hmm. But that's, but you see, but this is the funny thing too, because, you know, you hear about the child stars getting exploited financially by their parents and guardians and stuff, right? But, and a lot of them are, right? But it is such a weird balance because as a parent, you literally have to give up your life. At that yep. point, like you can't have a regular job. Like you're banking at this point. Hey, I'm doing this for you, but we live in the real world. This I gotta pay these bills still. Things so we're still using your on. money to do that. Things still going on. Yep. You still are. So like, as a five year old, you're paying all the bills. hundred percent. I'm Macaulay Culkin. You're making millions of dollars. I have to be on set with you. I have to be at all the appearances. I have to be everywhere. Mm-hmm. You you're a kid. You're little. Like I have to be everywhere. So how am I gonna work? This this is back in the day when there wasn't even no remote jobs. Yep. You had to be in somebody's office. Yep. So if that's I can't do that, if I can't do that, that's then wild. like I need to take how are we gonna pay the bills if you're not paying them at this point? You know what I'm saying? That's it's a wild. weird thought. I don't know how I feel. Like mm-hmm. if, if you feel kid... if Kari was paying the rent or the mortgage and all the car was was paying the bills. Was paying everything. Because she was the breadwinner. And don't even know five plus five. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I'd be sick. But Would I'd you? Be, a little you bit, be but sick. I'd be yeah, but I'd be excited. Like I'd mm. be happy, but in the back of my head, I'd be like, damn, bro. She paying for all this shit. Mm-hmm. All of it. Your income is not is, is all no, subject but to But you gotta think your about your support. It. You take management fees on sure. You did your investment by creating that little sucker. That's true. Mm-hmm. I like, get that. Look, I, I create gold. <laughs> Get out there and be something. This is what I ever. This is what they, this is what you want. I you bust, don't want them to wait until they're eighteen. I bust stars, nigga. Look. <laughs> pop, pop, pop. Oh man, Gratatata. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a tough one because, like, for me, being in it on the performer side is so interesting. And like sometimes I'll be like, man, I wish my my mom got me in this earlier, so I'd have even extra, even more years, so I'd have, I would have had even more time under my belt and more chances to yeah build more success next Y and Z. But it's funny that I don't know, like now, if I would actually put my kid into it, at least not the business side of it, 
You know, like if you want to act, you want to dance, you want to do whatever you want to do. I don't still, I still don't have to put you in the business bar. We can just do this for, we can do this recreationally. We don't have to go and put you in the business right. where it's a, well, now you're being marketed, you know, while now you're being, now, now you've become a product. We can, if you want to do theater, we can do community theater forever. We can do good theater. We can get you in programs, but we don't have to put you in the the industry. We don't got to right. really gotta start hooking you up with representatives now. And now you got to push this. Now we don't got to start hooking you with managers and reps and and really in the the nastiness. Well, that's when the nastiness starts. So mm-hmm. so when do you think it would be a situation where you would do that or yeah. actually in a sense allow that? Mm-hmm. Because it has to Probably be a high time school. and point where you got to be like, okay, Probably high school. you need to start making us some money. Like we, because that's a big investment. It is investment. That's a real, real big investment. Stopping your time and your day mm-hmm. in, in order to make sure that they're doing X, Y, and Z in order mm-hmm. to keep up with their craft. Mm-hmm. That's an investment. It so is. It's like when when is it that you feel as if it'll be a situation where you're like, okay, I'm gonna go ahead yeah. and get you in the industry. If this is still something that you really want to do. Um, I think it would have to come at a time, and this is I think going to just like knowing the kind of kid you have, right? You'll know if your kid is a. You'll know if your kid makes good decisions, if they're if they're uh, logical thinkers, if they're capable of, uh, uh, you know, I don't know, I guess you would say like complex thought or whatever it is, mm-hmm. like capable of diagramming situations. Because it happens at different stages and at different levels for people at different points. But if you look at my kid, if I look at my kid, I'm like, okay, she's, she's able to deductively reason and kind of understand he or she's able to get it like. And this is something that they've said, and they've given me their reasons, and those reasons are sound. And I said, okay, well, sure. we All right, we can take the next step into going into those things, right? I think if I'm making that decision for you, though, because I think when you're too young and I make the decision, because you're good and because you're make, you can make money and people have offered you money to do this, now I'm making the decision for you to go ahead and do it. I'm not saying it's bad making decisions for your kids. And I guess it's a fiscally responsible decision, but I also know that this industry is sick. Mm -hmm. So I might be, and I can't be there all the time. I can't see everything. I can't hear everything. I can't block all the time, but I'm saying I can't block their ears from hearing certain things. I can't cover their eyes from seeing certain things. Industry is nasty. They're going to see some shit. I didn't want them to see. They're going to hear some shit. I didn't want them to see. Right, just, just imagine how many R. Kellys is out here. But that's what I'm saying. Like they're oh. gonna, they're gonna hear about some shit they didn't want them to hear about. They're gonna know about. They didn't need to know about this 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 early or X, Y, and Z. Right, and it's like, damn. Like, I don't know what the risk. There is a risk, a reasonable risk of, even if you're a great attentive parent, that damn. Like this could, you have to definitely put a lot of strict measures in place to remove them from that when the when 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 they're not on physically making money completely removing them from that environment i definitely feel you on that i think that it's i definitely feel you but i think that kids are freaking different nowadays bro you think so yes no they are kids are definitely different they they mature a lot not necessarily necessarily saying that they're mature Mm -hmm. you feel what i'm saying but they they grow and they Think a lot more and mm. actually analyze things a lot more mm. and better than generations past mm. due to technology. Yeah, because it's situations where I would legit sit and have a conversation with my five-year-old nephew as if this little boy is an adult. Mm. And he's hitting me with shit, facts and stuff. And I'm like, 
Boy, go, 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 go get your daddy. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think um, so. So it's like it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to really, to really gauge like, because you want you want to you want to put your your, your child in a situation to be successful, and you yeah. actually want to understand and truly believe that your child can handle and manage. But like I said, it's just kind of different nowadays because they have so much awareness and so much. So much more thought processes nowadays than what we had back in the G. And you gotta think, all that stuff you don't want them to see or hear, they gonna already see or they hear. Already seeing and hearing it because yeah. of YouTube. YouTube. Well, now here's the thing TV, too: they friends. If they're in the industry and they're making money, meaning successful, right? Don't forget, like child star turns into tween star. And think about. If oh, so, if you're telling me what you're telling, oh. what you're telling me that they're that they're savvier now, they're more understanding of the situations that they're in. You're telling me 11, 12 year old is not going to recognize that the breadwinner of the family and that they have access to whatever the hell they want. Bro, just imagine your son, and they don't need to ask me. You, and he thirteen, yes, but you still, but but at the end of the day, that comes with parenting. I agree. I agree. Because, because they're going to realize it, that because eventually. if it is that, then you actually have to establish the fact that okay, even though you are breadwinner, you're still not an adult. No, you ain't. And you still have a place to be in mm-hmm. within a particular situation. I am still your overseer, mm-hmm. and I'm the person who actually does look out for your well-being, your benefit, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to do anything in order to mm-hmm. screw you over. Then they're going to look at you, you and say, I pay for this house. <laughs> These are my lights. Ooh. Okay. Send me to your room. My room? This yeah, whole thing room. is my room. <laughs> Send I you to your mortgage. room, mom. You know what I got? I got me a belt. <laughs> well, you know what? This is my belt. I bought belt. that. I bet, I bet your belt ain't Balenciaga. How about that? <laughs> it's Gucci. Remember, we went to the store and you got it for me. I've been your ass. <laughs> oh, Triple man. leather. Oh, man. Nah, it's, that's real. That's real. I, I've, I've thought about it extensively. People have asked me, would you put your kids in the industry? I don't mean, because you, you got to think about it, though, bro. You have, you have rich families you get what i'm saying sure. but you have rich kids who actually still but they're the parents yeah still you have parent to. you get what i'm saying no you have so to. i think that that's ultimately what it is what it is because a lot of people in which you know you put you you were naming yeah. they're of another descent yeah you get what i'm saying so they have that freedom of i do the hell i want who are you to tell me i'm not going to my room or about? or we could go to the who 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 is who would you say like the most famous like inner black entertainment family is probably the Jacksons, right? The Wayans. Well, I'm saying like I think yeah. Michael Jack I think Jacksons are more famous than them. I mean, yeah, but I didn't know that we were saying the most. Famous. That's what I was, I was I was I was I was I was saying that, but they are also famous. Yes, I don't look at them. They weren't ever child stars though, right? Like they were adults. And then teenager with like Marlon. They they grew up through because but, you know, well Keenan started it though. Yeah, and he started yeah, after college, but, but he started, started after college. He went to college with my mom. Yeah, but you but his younger brothers and everything. Yeah. he was putting them on. So yeah, no, they he were was still in the industry as kids coming mm-hmm. up. Not necessarily yeah. six, seven, eight. No, nine, like, 10, like 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 fourteen, like 15, 15, 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're being and they're in for sure in the industry, growing yeah. up in the industry, and from there. No, they definitely they grew up in stopped. it. They never stopped. The two, the, well, like, Marlon and, and like Sean did, for wins, sure. Because you have a whole new yeah. wave of quote-unquote of, of wins. Yes, you do. You do. You got the offspring, yeah. too. You know, mm-hmm. you got the offspring. I look at Keenan and Damon. Keenan being, obviously, the patriarch of 
their situation, of their film family at least. Mm-hmm. So dope. You know, and then Damon obviously being right under him and them being really just the ones that kept it pushing. And then you got Marlon and Sean who they nurtured up through it, through the comedy and the show game. and Because everything that they did, Mar- Marlon and Sean and Kim, and Kim, I forget Kim, Marlon and Sean was doing like Damon, Kim, and, and, and Keenan basically made for them to do. Like, hey, we're going to make this show. We're going to put you guys in it. And we're going to get you in this thing. Because they were also talented. Facts. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I, I think really, really admire that family, though. Like, no, I love them. I love that. I love that whole family. We should be talking keep, about they, them a lot more they, in, they, in the they industry. Name out of shit. They don't. Yeah, yeah, facts. It ain't ain't never really no bullshit mm-hmm. when it comes to the wins. Mm-hmm. No, nah, it what ain't. Saying? It's just always just dopeness and transcending. And you know? I, 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 I'm really, really a big fan. Of and they write everything, man. They make they, everything. Everything in how I love it, bro. I love. No, it. it's kind of like my pitch perfect model of what it is that I want. Hundred percent. In a sense. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I wanted to touch on something real quick before we get out of here. I know we're getting on time here a little bit, but um, you talked about how kids of this generation are smarter. And I thought about, it, and I've been people have been saying this for a minute. It's not the first time I heard it, and I was like, you know, I, it's hard for me to say that to me to agree with that. Only reason I say that is because you know, at a certain period of time, and like you know, say like our parents or even our grandparents, for instance, right? Like them mugs would. I feel like they were smarter. They grew up a lot faster than everybody else than these kids did because these kids don't have to do anything. And it's different. Like them other, like to have to pay bills at 14, 13, 12. Nah, you much more of an adult that, than a kid. Is that, that smarter or? But I'm saying, I'm saying more. Sorry. I'm saying, you said, I'm, I'm saying like on like a maturity level. And I think when you're able to ha- to build a maturity level and, and start to cultivate wisdom younger, you ultimately end up being smarter because you end up making better choices. I think it's just shifted. It shifted with the it shifted with the world. Because back in the day it was more so that 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 better. that blue collar mm-hmm. go out there and get a job or you 14 now you better go out there mm-hmm. and help 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 out around the house and mm-hmm. do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. So that innately made you become a man mm-hmm. you, or, or or more so adult or mature person you had to think in different terms nowadays bro you really got to think about it they don't have to do anything because you can have everything through that tablet you can do anything through that tab they're babies one two-year-old babies yeah who are actually using tablets yeah you get what i'm saying bro my daughter will take my phone right now unlock it Mm. and find her way to her game and now and now think about this i got 42-year-old cousins that call me and ask me how to log into their goddamn Scentbird account. <laughs> how I do this because this shit tripping. But a two-year-old baby mm-hmm. could pull up anything that they want. Mm-hmm. Coco Melon, log into your stuff and buy something because they know how to actually apply your payment and all that stuff to a mm-hmm. particular situation. And like I said, at the end of the day, they don't have to do anything because the computer is everything now mm. i think with an access to more information i think it's that's more about familiarity right like the same way you know it's it's like it, that, i think that's more of a proxy it's like a kid growing up like trilingual it's like because all their parents speak three languages and they just spoke to them it's like yeah they learned it kind of through osmosis right they never really were taught the language as much as they were just around it and spoke it and had to use it so it were i feel like that's similar to like the the 
electricity, like the electronic situation when it comes to younger people. It's like, nigga, we just grew up with it, so we're just a little better. We're more familiar. We understand. But that doesn't we're mean- more intuitive. I don't think that we're smarter because we're because we grew up with a particular tool that wasn't around for someone that's 47, wasn't around for a big part of their life. I won't say it's smarter. Bro, like their, brains, their brains pick things up a little differently now. Because back then, the time you're talking about, all they had to do was work. So oh, worry yeah. about work. Make work, money. Work, make money, pay bills, be responsible. The hardest, That's, some of the hardest things to do. <laughs> yeah, some of the most I mean, difficult things yeah, to execute I mean, at a high I mean, level. Yeah, but back then, like that's that's just what all everybody knew. Mm-hmm. That was life. Correct. They ain't had that much shit to do back then, and that's why I say that it actually transitioned from that mm. to this mm. because now work, work, work can be you chilling in your room, mm-hmm. doing a doing a video mm. three times a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. You get what I'm saying. So it's not smarter than it's just you say it's just a shift. Then it's that, yeah, exactly. It's more of a shift, but also at the end of the day, instead of being you never had that type of thought process when you were five, six years old. You feel what I'm saying? And actually are able to do it. You can mm-hmm. say, ooh, I want to be like my daddy and I want to work construction like my daddy. But you ain't going out there to work no construction at three, four years old. No. But at three, four years old, you could be like, I want to do a, a how-to video on how to cook. And now you a child star because you doing videos on cooking because that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. I think, I do think that the shift in the culture towards energy, because what we're talking about here is really entertainment. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I, I don't know if that's I think that's honestly I could make the argument that it's a more mindless shift. Not necessarily. It's not even a smarter shift. That's a more it mindless is, shift. It's just techn- technological because you have a lot of people who are getting more so into coding now at younger ages. Coding is fine because that's a, that's the you know, that's basically building that's like construction of websites. So they're and different things. So kids, that's construction you got, you and got, different you ways. You have kids making games. Yeah, that's yeah, I get that. And I think there's uh, obviously a creativity to that, but I think, I think we, when we get to our modern eras, we, we look at everybody looks at their modern era as like the smartest and the most advanced because it is the most advanced, right? But it's if like, like put it this way, I think it takes significantly less intelligence to be able to create an application than it does for like the dude that figured out, man, if I make this wheel. And it goes into water. I can convert that energy to electricity. That's a fucking genius. <laughs> like a, a look, like a somebody putting up, a, you know, a page. That's not that intelligent. That's because that's something that you conceptualize something that didn't have. You that found a pro- the kid that made the wheel. I understand that, but we're talking about. I think those kids grow up though, right? And I think what we're saying is these kids are going to grow up into being smarter adults. Now I'm not certain that's the case, right? I'm not certain that's the case because we've seen genius throughout. And I think that I think it's a building block, right? That person was a genius to make the make hydroelectricity, who was a genius to make this and that and whatever. And then the person that made the internet, people that made the internet were geniuses, right? Because you still have to have you have to have stuff to do the things that we're doing. So it's like if you weren't like you didn't create the process, you just used what was already here, right? So it's like I think. We all look at our our generations as the smartest because it's the most, and we all have the most advanced. We all have the benefit of the stuff that we already have from people that made it before, so we don't have to reinvent certain things. We don't have to come up with stuff, some of these things from scratch. 
So it's like, far, but that's far in between. How many people you know that actually came up with something great? Not necessarily something. Very great. few, and I don't think it's happening now either. But you get what I'm saying? So even even I can ask my mom and my dad the same mm-hmm. thing, and they will mm-hmm. tell you, "Don't none of them niggas do shit." Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? What do you mean, no, like like who? Like, like the, their friends and their circles. Like they don't 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 none of them niggas do sure. or have done anything. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, 100%. it's just like that's really really far in between to actually have that greatness be created. hundred things aren't created now. No, I agree. Things are just you know built upon. Or, or, or I agree. you know what I'm saying? So now, but now you have the ability to understand certain things and how you can build on it and transcend certain things at such a young age. That's think, the reason why I guess I say what I say. Mm, I think that when we talk about like intelligence, because that, that, ultimately most of these things that you're going to be able to do and build upon and even innovate they ultimately like there's a there's several factors but like one of like if you had to pick a singular a singular factor is like intelligence like you will go as far as your intellect allows you to go and we're all have a wide spectrum of intellect that that exists in a group of 20 people people's IQs vary tremendously there is a, there is a smartest person in that 20 and there is a technically a dumbest person of that 20 right like there are our capabilities vary tremendously so like i mean yeah mate so to your point like yeah most people don't invent nothing, right? Because we're not making more. We're not making more super, super, super smart people. We're just making more people that are savvier in like certain spaces. I think. So right? does that not equate to a form of intelligence? No, I, I'm talking. I don't think that's intelligent. I think that's more at of a exposure. younger age. But I think that's exposure because, because what we're talking that's about more of is exposure at a, is at a younger age. But if you but am I is a kid smarter than me because they were able because they're they're bilingual at seven. Because they grew up in that, because they were exposed to it, like that's See, not necessarily is, more intelligent. That, but but you have to look at it's not necessarily just the basics of being bilingual. You feel what I'm saying? Because the, because nowadays kids are using tools that can create and build by being bilingual or trilingual. That that's not going. That's not a tool that can necessarily make you build or create outside of just possibly communications or anything or something like that. But when you're actually functioning and maintaining and working. And navigating a whole computer system and you know how to do what do what to do and how to look at it or whatever at the age of six years old mm-hmm. or five or, you ahead four, of the game. four or three years old. Okay, put it this nowadays. way. Put it this way. Because intelligence when it comes down to I'm sorry, but intelligence when it comes down to what we're talking about, we're talking about intelligence in the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Sure. So intelligence in kids, what is it that kids was doing back in the day that made that made them more intelligent in a sense than well, a child nowadays at the age of two and three years old. Them kids back then, they wasn't smart, bro. I disagree with that completely. They, they didn't go to school, bro. They ain't learn shit. They I'm not learn- talking about education. I'm talking about intelligence. Well, all that education and stuff comes from that computer. What I'm saying is they ain't get no formal nothing. All they know is, is, is whatever job they've been assigned at home. On the farm, in the factory, wherever they work, or whatever mom and daddy said. And that's how, all they and, do. And that's the exposure because now my that kid's smartness goes alongside with the smartness and intelligence of the parent because that's the only exposure at two or three years old. You're not about to sit up here and tell you my now, granddaddy is nowadays, smarter than my daughter. Now <laughs> maybe not him in particular, but there was a. I'm just saying, maybe bro. not him in particular. <laughs> Come on, bro. I know I don't know him either, so I can't even make that assertion. That nigga, that nigga make up so many words, bro. Ain't no way in hell, bro. He was mm-hmm. born in what? How old is that nigga? Ninety. Mm-hmm. 
That nigga was born a long time ago. That 90 nigga, years ago. That nigga was a slave. I don't know what year that is, but he was a slave, bro. <laughs> yeah. He was a slave, for real. He was a slave 90 years ago? God damn. Okay. Was he, he was a fuck. What, what's it called? He was, uh, a, share he was a sharecropper. Yeah. Alabama. He, he was, he was, he was almost a slave. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was almost a slave, for real. Like I think... I think it's easy and I think it's comforting to always glorify the generation that we're in. But I think when we do that, we, we downplay the greatness that was the generations prior to that. So, so, so the niggas from the 1800s looking back and saying, you know, those people from the 1750s, they, 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 they were, they were pretty damn smart. They knew what the hell they, they, they I don't know if they were on. saying that, but I'm saying they I, every generation these does niggas, it. These niggas had fucked up teeth. Mm-hmm. They was walking no, around. We learn more as a collective, but as as exactly, but we're, we're, we're talking about. Like I said, I think that's it's a tough thing to say because the generation afterwards has the benefit of things that were discovered before them, right? And the stuff and the that same, was discovered before them, like like take this bottle for instance. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, when 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 somebody invented the bottle, whenever that was invented, it was a great idea, but it was common sense, bro. Sure. Niggas needed something to put their liquid in. They just made it like that. Yeah, but we're it, not we're it, not talking about kids inventing anything either. We're talking about kids utilizing a platform that's already used, made for them to use easily. We're not asking them to use a computer from the eighties that they fucking wouldn't know what to do with. They'd figure it out. It would t- eventually, yes, yeah, but it they, would take. They would time. figure it out quick. It wouldn't be. It they wouldn't would be a three, figure it out. Quick, it wouldn't bro. be a three year old doing that because you have to know how to spell to do that on that computer. Like it's different. They would like, figure it, it out. The, quick, it, the building blocks are dumbed down to the point you don't have to know how to read or spell or do anything. You can be illiterate and know how to use a com- and use a com- and use a computer now and use a phone now. You can be illiterate. You couldn't be illiterate to use some of those things before, so you can't say they smarter. They made it dumber to make it easier to use. But at the end, they of made it easy to use. That's true. That's true. Like it, it, it doesn't make. But I can literally be is, illiterate and, and use this phone. But the thing about it is, like, come on, bro. Like, literate, you, you know, use a phone like that. Your daughter, she's illiterate. She can use a phone. You just said it, stupid. No, not like that. She's, <laughs> she's illiterate. Strong. You talking about reading shit? But when you talk about when you talk about uh, intelligence. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You could become intelligent due to exposure. Do you I, not agree? I, I don't because know if it intelligence increases your comes capability. From knowledge, and knowledge is nothing but another form of exposure. Well, I think it could increase your knowledge base. I think when I look at intelligence, I look at it like, I would liken the analogy to like talent, right? For instance. So like LeBron James was born, grew up, right? And he had... This like it's like potential almost, right? This is the potential. This is the amount. This is as good as I can get, right? Now, the exposure, the knowledge can maximize my my potential, but my potential didn't increase because of that knowledge. It just allowed it to fill up all the way, right? So I look at it like like ta- like 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 IQ is like talent. It's like it's just like talent. Like until so I can be I can practice as much as I want and maximize every bit of talent I have. And I will never be as talented at basketball as LeBron James. No, That's IQ. That's like IQ disparities. Like as, as hard as I try, you're just better. So like, yo, IQ, you can make your you can't increase your you can't increase your overall ceiling. You can fill up to your ceiling, but you can't move your ceiling. That's how I look at it. Like he wasn't LeBron couldn't have gotten any better than he is now. He could have he could have not bro. lived up to his potential. To his ceiling, 
But he lived up to it. So he like, work he, on them free throws. Okay, he, he might ha- he might not have lived up to his ceiling. Then you're he right. Hasn't. He might not have lived up to his ceiling, right? But that's on him, right? That's not. He's got the exposure. He just ain't lived up to it, right? He hasn't lived up to that ceiling. So I look at it. IQ is like it's something, and it sucks because actually a lot of I looked the, looked this up, uh, and there's like a lot of clinical psychologists that say, and it's grim. They hate this because like most people they don't celebrate this, but like IQ like is like one of the biggest predictors of success if you were to to, uh boil down like one predictor there's several factors to success so two things if you the single best predictor of success is financial if you had to boil it down to one and the single best predictor of that of that financial success is intelligence right like it's like your potential like it's like Certain people like you you may, you can try, you can practice, you can do whatever you want to do. You probably weren't gonna end up being Elon Musk. You weren't gonna be the the black kid in Africa that powered his entire village off of a battery and a bicycle. You know what I mean? You weren't that fucking smart. You just weren't. Your potential wasn't that. You know what I mean? So I think you can't maximize. That's not an exposure thing. I'm just smart. Nigga didn't have nothing. And these people that build stuff out of nothing. That's intent. That's when I see that, I'm like, that's intelligence. Not a baby swiping a phone, bro. That's that's not the same thing. Not a kid swiping a phone. That's not the same thing. What you're not going to do, you're not, not going to do a sit up here and undermine my baby's goddamn intelligence. That's <laughs> what you're not going to do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> my baby is smart. She is smart. She is kind. You're right. Adorable. Just because you don't have no damn kids. You're right. Look at them cheeks. You're right. <laughs> You're right. You want to sit up here? He, he probably gonna talk about Pablo next. Pablo I'll tell you how dogs are smarter than babies. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> nobody care. Pablo better eat his shit, bro. <laughs> shit. We'll talk about my child. Hey, you better end up being a Rose Scholar. You put, hey, you, hey, hey, hey. He didn't, he didn't build big. Uh, yeah, uh, I know. He's like, I know she's a genius. I know it. Don't every parent know it? Put the circles in the circles. Don't every hey don't <laughs> hey don't every parent think they child a genius like they do because every parent yes. because every time they move ain't, you, ain't they, but ain't but three geniuses in the world but every parent's baby's a genius every time your baby <laughs> make one move you ain't never seen you like damn man she's smart as hell <laughs> did you see that yeah you did it too when you was a baby you rolled over by herself <laughs> look how she opened that can yeah with her teeth she's so smart. innovative. Niggas be developmentally on par. Genius. <laughs> She's hitting all the benchmarks. Well, I like hey, bro, I know some babies that's the same age as my girl. And Here we go. And they, doing the baby Olympics and now. They, Jesus they, Christ. They can't even walk yet. Woo! Ain't that crazy? Mm. They must be. They a whole year, year, <laughs> a year old, bro, and they can't even walk. That is a shame. Slow niggas. That is. They might be some <laughs> dumb babies. Yeah, they slow. They might be. They might be some dumb babies. I'd be mad if I had a dumb baby. I would. I would oh, recognize yeah. it immediately too. A dumb like, baby or ugly baby? I'd be like, oh, I might have a dumb baby. I, Boy, mm. You got an ugly baby. You got to show people. Yeah. And you got to watch them lie to you in your eyes. Like, I was, bless your bless his oh, heart. Man. Oh, look at that. Oh, look, he's just like, so what? precious. Yeah. Let me start using those types of answers. Yeah. He's just so precious. No, he ain't. He ain't <laughs> shit. <laughs> How the fuck did I have this? <laughs> Leave my little gremlin alone. Uh, hey, bro. I see. You remember that? He might grow into his face. <laughs> did you used to watch Rugrats, bro? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember that episode when uh, Angelica had the dream of her new baby brother? Remember oh, that baby? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a baby that looked just like That's that, That's a bro. shame. <laughs> that is a shame. 
We talking about the kids today, guys. We talking about the kids today. That baby look just like that big ass baby, bro. That nigga turned giant. Walking around with them big ass lips. They're so precious. So so precious. Every time I see that baby, I just cry. I'm like, damn. That's a shame. You don't even know what's going on right now, bro. Would you like if you had an ugly baby, would you would you acknowledge the baby's ugliness? Boy, Brenda got a baby. Try to make it cute. You would try? Yeah. Yeah. She's gotta be something. They gotta be fly. Yeah. (laughs) You gotta have some type of self esteem. Yeah, you you gotta have something. (laughs) Let me get this little nigga gold. Oh my god. You gonna be fresh, fresh to death. He they gonna learn the, the he gonna learn the value of swag early. Oh, real early if they ugly. Very very early. You got to, because <laughs> yeah. boy, you don't want people looking at you in the store. Hey man, because mm. you can feel it. Nah, I believe it. Hey, we we, we got to get off these ugly babies, man. For like lightning strikes us at some point. It's gonna strike you. Why? How they gonna strike me? I don't know, bro. You was just talking about you was just making fun of somebody's baby right now. Well, I think it don't apply to me because I already have a kid. <laughs> what? Think, you get a you get a pass? Yeah, what? I think, I think before, what? Wait, I think before you have a kid and you talk about an ugly baby, oh your kid gonna god. be ugly. Oh my god! So before I had the kid, you ain't never really heard me talk about no ugly babies, did you? Nope. You feel like I he got feel my like, little he feel like he's safe little, now. Nope. I got my he's little princess, now. little ugly ass kids. <laughs> <laughs> You've been waiting your whole life to start roasting these children. I have, bro. Man, we got to get off this, bro. We got this, man. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us bro. again on another episode of the Mud Political Podcast. We do this once a week. Don't forget to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, <laughs> the Google Play Store, YouTube. Please don't forget the YouTube. Subscribe. Give us five stars. If you give us four stars, we're inclined to believe you are a hater. As you can see, Mr. Hushacha, a.k.a. Jamal, a.k.a. Stefano Kell, he's on the camera. You can see Check the handiwork right now. And guess what? If you want to see the baldy, just go to my page. Call me Mr. Underscore Best if you want to see the befores. And y'all going to be like, Damn. You can definitely see and, the befores and, and, then. And next, and next week, Uh-oh. I'm going to have to kill Monga. Bruh, I'm I already told you. If you come up here with I'm that gonna shit. I'm going to have my dreads. Dang it. We can't do it, bro. We can't pod if he Tune into like the YouTube this. next week. If he come in Don't like forget that, the I'm... YouTube. Nah, bro. We'll see y'all next week. Take it easy. <laughs>